0: And I want to invite you tonight, as we begin our time, with some words of uh, repentance prayers. These will be the prayers where we turn to God and just seek to be right with him. Really in accordance with uh, the scripture from 1 John 1, 9 that says, If we confess our sins, he is just and righteous to forgive our sins, and then to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so would you bow with me as we seek to be right with God? Let's pray together and Heavenly Father in these moments as I stand before you I want to be clean and I want to be right and I want to be close and so I want to just humbly confess at this moment God that I do not have all the answers and I have not always walked right and Father in the area of appreciating the life that you've given me There have been times where I have been neglectful. And so, Father, I say, forgive me. Would you forgive me and draw me close so that, Father, I would see life the way that you see life, precious, a gift, and that each person that I meet is a person that was so valuable they were a person for whom Christ died. God, would you give me that heart a heart that beats in sync with yours. Father, would you not only forgive me, but would you change the way that our people and our nation and our world looks at life? Would you help us have the appreciation, God, that you do? From the very moment of conception, Father, to the very last breath, change me, God, from the inside out.
1: Lord, I just ask for you <clears throat> just to be with me and help me be pure in your eyes through your word and help us as a, as a community, Lord, just to be with you and be able to praise your name. And uh, only you can make us pure, Lord, and it's by the grace of your Son, Jesus Christ, that He gave His own, He gave His life for us, and uh, just want you to uh, look at us tonight, Lord, and let us learn from You, and learn from Your Word, and uh, help us be, help us be pure in Your eyes, Lord.
2: Father God. We are exposed to so much materialistically here in this nation, God, and especially, um, I think often here in Southern California, God. So many distractions, so many things that can take our eyes off of you and what you would have for us. And so God, I pray, Lord, that we would um, truly uh, just adhere to your word, God, where it says to not store up treasures that are earthly, where moth and rust can destroy them, Lord, where thieves can steal them, but God, that we would seek to store up treasures that are eternal, God, that would go on into eternity. Father, I pray for us that we would just think eternity, Lord, that we would seek you out, God, and not be distracted by things that are temporal, by things that are materialistic, God, but God, grow us to be more like you, to seek you out, Father. Lord, change our heart. You know that um, where our treasure is, Lord, our heart will be there also. So change our heart to become more like you. We pray this in Jesus' name.
3: Amen. Be healed. Join with me as we give our petitions to the Lord for relationships in our area, in our lives. Father God, we want to lift up the relationships, God. You are the God of love and you have created us in your image, God. And just as you desire to have a relationship with us, God, you have designed us with the need to love, to be loved, to be in fellowship, God, to, to be in community. And, Lord, right now, I especially want to lift up marriages to you. I pray for every marriage represented in this room, in this body, God. I pray in the power of your holy name, Lord, that you protect each and every one of those marriages, God, from the hand of the destroyer. Lord, I pray for every husband and wife that we might truly live out your word, that we might live out Ephesians 5 and all the other passages that you've given us, God, with your design of what marriage is to be. God, I I want to lift up every husband in this room and in this church body, God, that he might unconditionally love and cherish his wife, even though it might not be deserved, God. I pray that you will work through him with your strength, God, to stand strong and protect his marriage and family. And, Lord Jesus, I want to lift up every wife in this room, and I pray this for myself too, God. That we unconditionally respect and love our husbands, Father. That through Your power and Your strength, we daily encourage and nurture our husbands and our family. And Lord, is with a burdened heart right now that we just cry out to You, God, for the couples, the marriages that are in crisis, God, the ones that are that are crumbling, Lord, that. That Satan's got a hold of. I just pray for them right now, Lord Jesus. We put them before you. God, I pray that your Holy Spirit will pierce the heart of the prodigal wives and husbands right now. God, who have bought into the lie that there's something better and that they've left their families. God, I just right now want you to work in a powerful way. I pray that you will bombard their heart, soul, spirit, God, with your truth. That they have no peace, that they have no rest, God until they are right with you and right with their families. Father, we cry out to you for that, for restoration, for healing, for miracles in that, God. We thank you. We thank you that you love us, God, and that you desire for our marriages to be strong. We thank you for the power and the strength. We thank you right now in advance for the diligence that you're going to give us to focus on making our marriages a priority, God, and to make them the kind of marriages that you would be pleased with, Lord Jesus. We ask this, and it is in your name we pray.
0: And King, we humbly come before you now unworthy of the second chance that you've given us, God. But Father, I thank you and I praise you on high for the second chance you've given all of us, God. So, Father, I pray that you'd open up our eyes to see those who are lonely, those who are hurting, Father, those who don't know you, and that we would reach out a hand of love, Father, of you has given us, God. So, Father, I pray for your Holy Spirit to dwell in this place, God, and outside of this place, that we would not walk in here, Father God, and we would just go out there and just change your world forever, God, and that we would just be with you, God, and that you would just walk with us. God, and that we would just reach out to this hurting generation, God, and that we would be a generation that would step out of ourselves, God, and make an impact for this world for you, God. Father, I thank you so much, and I pray this all in Jesus' name.
4: Father God, we are grateful for this opportunity to be up here before you. We give this time over to you. Holy Spirit, won't you come? Won't you invade this place? Won't you rock these walls? Won't you move by your spirit, God? As we cry out to you, Father God, on behalf of our marriages, on behalf of our families and our children, Father God, this is an SOS prayer that we need you like we never have before. Right now we come and serve notice on you, Satan, that you are a liar. No longer will you steal our families. You will not have our children. I thank you, Father God, that greater is he, which is Jesus Christ, that is in us than the enemy that's in this world. And Father God, it is you, that ordained marriages from the beginning. Father God, you said it was not right for man to be alone. So you sent him a helper that was suitable for him. And that was in the form of Eve when you sent to Adam. And so here we are again, Father God, many, many centuries later that you are still the orchestrator of marriages. And so Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that we would fight for our marriages. I pray, Father God, that we will let go of the sins that have taken us down. I pray, Father God, against the spirit of pornography right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, we take authority right now over a spirit of adultery. Father God, you say in your word that you want us to honor and to be faithful to our marriages and to our husbands and to our wives and to let go of any sin, Father God, that would try to take us down. And so Father God, we ask you right now to teach us how to take back our marriages. Father God, we pray that in this time that the children would be protected in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, that they would not have to see, Father God, what the parents are going through. And so we pray that your hand of protection would be up every child. We ask you for your angels, Father God, to be encamped about us. Send them, Lord, won't you from the north, south, east, and west to guard our marriages, to guard our hearts, that our hearts will not be divided in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, we thank you, Father God, that you say you want the marriage bed undefiled, God, and pure before you. And so let us get back to what your word says, God. Let us stop walking in the flesh and walk in your spirit. Let us let go of everything, Father God, that is not like you. You sent your precious son, Jesus Christ, God. And so let us, Show you, Father God, that we are so in love with you, that we want to do right by you. Father God, we ask that you would be with the prodigal sons and daughters that have strayed away from you, God. Father God, in Malachi, it talks about the heart of the fathers have been turned back to the heart of the children. And that in turn, the heart of the children are drawn back to the hearts of the father. And so, Father God, we want our hearts to be drawn to you. We want you to draw closer to us, God, as we draw closer to you. Father God, only you can fix our marriages. Only you can fix our marital relationships and our children, Father God. And we pray, Father God, that we would let go and let you. We pray for total surrender and true repentance right now that we would turn for every form of wickedness from every spiritual infatuation, inf- inf- uh, Father God, that we've built up in our minds or in our relationships in the name of Jesus Christ. And Holy Spirit, we just thank you so much that you have the power to overcome the cares of the world as we would just lay all of our weights at your feet, God, and come to you for help. So we love you and we thank you. We thank you for this time, God, in Jesus' name, amen.
5: Every nation will proclaim that you are God. Right now we're going to ask as we begin to pray for the lost and for the, the movement that Crossroads is having across the world. I'm just going to ask simply this as we pray that you begin to beg God along with us. And that you begin to think and pray and cry about the empty seat next to you. And for the next few minutes, begin to picture the face or the name of the family member or the friend that you love the most that you know needs to be sitting in that seat so they can experience the love of Jesus Christ the way that we have our family. Let's begin to beg God for that. Father, every name in every nation will proclaim that you are God. There's gonna be a moment real soon where you come from the clouds and we resoundingly understand just how real and how big and how amazing you are. But Father, right now, we wanna ask that our heart will be in line with yours. We wanna beg, God, in this minute right now that our heart will break for the same things that your heart breaks for, that we will literally bleed, if we have to, for the same things that you bled for. Lord, because you died, it's so that we can live. And today, we wanna come to you asking that you inspire us for hope and change and passion and revival in our land. Lord, I want to pray that even as we stand here, we're able to stand with the people of old, people like men like Moses who, who were able to, to stand in front of a king because you wanted him to, God. A man like Joshua who was able to fight because you wanted him to, God. A man like David who was able to wait when you wanted him to, Lord. And a man like Ezekiel who laid down when he needed to just listen. And God, even men like the disciples who one by one died because you asked them to, Lord. They died because of their heart for you. They died because of their passion for you. Father, right now our hearts turn to those seats sitting around us, those empty ones. And we begin to beg you and begin to picture, God, for the hearts and the souls of our family and friends, the people of this world that are in broken places and in darkness, Lord, I pray even right now you'll reach down and begin touching them. Lord, I pray wherever they're sitting, whatever home they're in, if they're watching television and it's lonely, that right now they'll begin to feel you. Lord, we pray even right now as they're on a computer, God, that they'll begin to feel your touch that warms in ways they couldn't imagine, God. Or if they're with friends and family at a bar or a club, they'll understand that there is more to this world than what meets the eye. There is more to this world than filling it with empty, needless stuff. Father, I pray right now for the hurting that even right now you begin to warm them and comfort them and let them know that you are the great physician, that you are the great God. You are the one that can come in and cleanse on the inside and without because you are bigger than anything known to man, God. We lay these things at your feet.
1: Father God, we just come before you, Lord, and we ask, Lord Jesus Christ, for your heart, Lord. Give us your heart, Lord Jesus. We come before you, Lord, wanting lord to know more about you to know you lord in an intimate way lord jesus christ we pray for intimacy with you lord through your word lord i pray lord that you would ignite a fire in us lord jesus christ lord to know you more to know you better lord jesus christ to have a desire to know your word lord to know your will for our life lord jesus christ i pray lord jesus christ that lord we would we would dig deeper lord as we as we journal lord as we as we Read our word, Lord, as we pray, as we have quiet time, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would speak to us, Lord. We want to hear from you, Lord. Lord, and we're going to beg to hear from you, Lord. And so, Lord, we're going to spend that time, Lord Jesus Christ, to get to know you more, Lord Jesus Christ. Forgive us for the times, Lord, Lord, where we put everything else ahead of you, Lord, instead of just listening to your voice, Lord. Forgive us for our iPods and our cell phones and our computer and our email, Lord, where we don't spend that time, Lord that you need, Lord Jesus Christ, that we need to have with you, Lord. So we pray right now, Lord Jesus Christ, that you'd help us to lay those things that are not, Lord Jesus Christ, important aside, Lord. We have this weird thing of putting urgent things on our list, Lord, and a lot of those urgent things aren't important, Lord. The important things are, Lord, is to know you and to make you known, Lord Jesus Christ, to obey your word, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that truly in our lives, Lord, at crossroads, Lord, that would we, we would be a beacon here in Corona, Lord. Lord, that, that Corona would be a beacon, Lord, at California, Lord, that California would, would be a beacon in the United States, Lord, and that the United States would be a beacon in the world, Lord, that we would shine brightly for you, Lord, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray.
6: And Jesus, you are a king that has done things that we can't comprehend by hanging on that cross with nails pierced through your skin, you showed your love for every one of us. And Lord, through that we honor you, through that we love you, and through that we give you our lives. Every part of our lives, Lord, is yours. God, you have asked us, you have commanded us to love you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love our brothers as ourselves, our neighbors as ourselves, Jesus, we want to do that. We want to give you that at the least. Jesus, we pray that our worship, we pray that our prayers, we pray that our lifestyles in our marriages as men, as women, as children, as friends and brothers and sisters, that we would be honoring to you. Jesus, I pray that, that the way we fall on our knees would be honoring to, to you. And, King, that it would exalt your name above all other names because you are a King that is worthy of our praise and worthy of our honor. Jesus, I pray that you would be honored by this church, be honored by the other churches in this community that praise and worship you above all else. And Lord, that our daily lives would not get in the way of you. You are first. You are everything. You are life. And God, you are life abundantly. And Jesus, I pray that as we continue, that you would just fill our hearts and that you would be honored by the way we sing and by the way we raise our hands and by the way we pray for others and lay hands on others. And Jesus, I pray that you would be here tonight. I pray that we would fill your spirit and we give you the honor and we give you the praise and we give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.
7: Let's continue praying. Father, I know you love us. And I ask, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would literally fill this room, stir amongst us and touch us, Lord. And uh, I pray right now more than ever, every single person here would know how much you love them. Father, I want to pray right now that you would begin to stir in the hearts of people who are sitting here. So, God, the first group of people that, Lord, I'm just going to plead for are those who are hurting Maybe they're lonely. Maybe someone just recently has said something that just pierced them to the depths of their heart and it just hurts. Maybe it's, Lord, they're just wondering. There's fear because they're not sure what tomorrow holds and how they're gonna make it. God, I pray for them right now. I want us to keep praying, but right now, if you've got some pain in your heart, just, just talk to the Lord about it. Ask him to touch you. Father, I ask that your Holy Spirit stir again. Lord, you know every man, every woman, every guy, and every girl in this room. Lord, I know how you look at them. I do, Father, I know how you look at them. And I'm so concerned that some who are here are not seeing themselves through your eyes. They're not hearing your voice. They're not sensing your love. And they're not close. They're not close to you. And God, I know your heart breaks for that, and I know your heart breaks for them, and I know right now if they could listen and they could hear that your Holy Spirit would stir and touch and call them home that you Lord right now are touching and seeking may they know that in the Bible one of the most incredible stories that's in it is uh, the section about Hosea and Gomer Hosea was told uh, as a very prominent um, spiritual leader in his day God said I want you to go marry Gomer a girl who had been uh, used by men, had sold herself to men, had lived a life that would be sexually promiscuous. And in that day, and that time, it was the most heard, unheard of thing ever. And he said, I want you to go take her, and I want you to love her, and I want you to cherish her. And Hosea does. He goes and rescues her. And now, rather than living in bondage and, and being used, she's being cared for and cherished and loved. But God knew why she was chosen. No matter how incredible a husband Hosea could be, she walked away. Sometimes we find ourselves going back to things that hurt us or harm us, and, and and she did. For some reason, it was easier and maybe more comfortable to go live in the pain than it was to live in the freedom and the love. And so she goes and has a man who can't even truly take care of her, and, and she has to go out and sell herself just so they can barely make it, and there's an amazing embarrassment to this, and... God stirs Hosea's heart and says, I want you to go make sure she has food. I want you to go make sure she has, has something to wear. I want you to go make sure she's, she's cared for. And, and because she's not able to make it, and this man's not able to help her. And so Hosea, without her knowing it, takes him aside and gives money to him and says, make sure she has something. No matter how much she's embarrassing, no matter how much she's hurting him, no matter how much it's piercing him, to everything he has that she's rejected him for a life like this, he says, "I want to love you." Then later on, it gets so desperate that she actually is sold into slavery, and she's put on auction in front of everybody. And Hosea comes forward, and as a priest in that day, he could have ordered her taken down and stoned to death. He could order her to be literally, you know, uh, whipped. But he comes and he actually bids for her and he wins the auction and he takes her and he takes her home and he says, you're free. And it says that he spoke words of kindness and words of love to her. And God said, Hosea, the reason I wanted you to do that is because that's a picture of how I feel about people. See, tonight, if you're here and you're not close to God, let me tell you what God's trying to say because I know it. He's trying to say, I couldn't love you more than I do. For those of you who've never come to know him, maybe this has never been your time to actually enter this relationship. I can tell you this. He says, You don't understand the number of times I've taken care of you, the way I feel about you, and I want you to be close. And then for those like us, and I did this once in my life too, I entered in that relationship with him and I was thriving in it, and I turned away and I went and lived a whole different life. And you know what God was saying to me the whole time? He said, Chuck, you're better than this. And I know who you can be. And I love you. Come back. And when I did, he took me right back. And tonight, if you're someone who needs to come back, guess what? God's going God's to take you right back. So we're going to go into a time of invitation now. And I want to invite anybody here who needs to commit their life to Christ, to say yes to him. And how you do that, if you've never done it before, is we're going to pray together. And I'm going to lead a prayer and invite you right where you're sitting to whisper it with me. But if you're here tonight, and you also need to recommit yourself to him, you need to say, I want to be back in his arms. I want in that relationship. Let me tell you, he'll never deny you. He wants you to. He wants you more than you want him. And I'm going to ask you also, if you need to recommit to him, to pray that prayer with me. Father, I pray right now that your Holy Spirit would draw people to you. I pray tonight that there would be some guys here who would just really say to you, Lord, that this is their time, and they're ready to live life with you the way you want them to. And I pray, Lord, if there's some girls here, some women here who need so much your love and touch, and they're ready to say, too, they're ready to live life with you. And I pray right now, God, that your Holy Spirit touching and drawing and calling them. I'm going to ask that we keep praying, and if you're right with God, would you pray for anybody who needs to make a decision? All of you that God's touching, let's just whisper this prayer together. Say these words. Say, Lord Jesus, I know you love me and I know you died on the cross to forgive me of my sins, to heal me of my hurts, to cleanse me completely, to make me alive, to make me new, and to make me yours. And I say yes I want this, and I want you. So I open my heart to you. Please fill me with your love, and fill me with your spirit, and help me be who you have always created me to be, and to live the life you have for me to live. And this I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, praise God for all of you who
8: prayed that prayer tonight. Praise the Lord. Wow. Praise God for every one of you.